हरिओम सामिवदिवम अहिंसा क्षातिराजव आचार्योपासनम शौचम स्थर्य आत्म विनिग्रह सो भगवान रिवील्स यर सम ट्वेंटी वैल्यूज एंड दिस ट्वेंटी वैल्यूज आर इंडिकेटेड एज ज्ञानम एज नॉलेज बिकॉज इफ वी इफ वी कल्टिवेट दैम इट विल हेल्प अस टू गेन दैट सुप्रीम नॉलेज दैट स्टेट ऑफ एनलाइटनमेंट सो ह्यूमिलिटी एबसेंस ऑफ हिपोक्रेसी नॉन वायलेंस वैराग्य वैराग्य इज अनदर वन ऑफ द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टंट वैल्यू देन असक्ति ही एबसेंस ऑफ अटैचमेंट एंड एबसेंस ऑफ आइडेंटिफिकेशन विथ सन एंड वाइफ एंड हाउस एक्सेट्रा एंड कीपिंग द माइंड बैलेंस अंडर ऑल कंडीशन मई च अन्य योगेन भक्तिरव्य विचारिणी ऑल्सो भगवान सेज टू डेवलप अ सिंगल पॉइंटेड भक्ति डिवोशन फॉर मी अव्यभिचारिणी फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल डिस्ट्रैक्शन फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल अदर नोशन इन अवर हैड अ सिंगल पॉइंटेड डिवोशन for that supreme reality and vivikta desha sevitvam and uh, what you call resorting to a solitary place enjoying or uh, practicing to live in a solitary place it helps us to quieten our mind because lot of uh, unnecessarily unnecessary material enter our system when we live with too many people different types of people whether we like it or don't like it all the thoughts and emotions of everyone keep on getting uh, mixed up it's like the air so you cannot have a separate air of yourself that will get mixed up with all the surrounding air similarly my thoughts my emotions my ideas will get mixed up with other person's thoughts emotion ideas and there will be big khichdi of all this more confusion the more we interact with people who are confused more confusion comes in our system also the more we interact with people who have strange emotions and strange expression our emotions also start becoming strange so it is always beneficial for a sincere seeker to stay alone as much as possible vivikta desha sevitvam even shri aurobindo he stayed in one small room for 40 years he is to be there in that room only once a year he is to come out and give darshan otherwise he will be totally alone and this aloneness when we are wise and we are satisfied with ourselves and we know our path and know our goal 
and uh, we have the other values which are described here, this aloneness will be great joy. It is different from loneliness. Loneliness is great sorrow, but aloneness is great joy. So, vivikta desa desa sevitvam and aratir janasamsadi and dislike or not interested in, uh, to be in the company of, uh, again the same similar thing, company of people. Aratihi means no reveling or no rejoicing, non-rejoicing in the company of people. People here doesn't mean all people. There are some who are wise and uh, tranquil. Their company is beneficial. But otherwise, all those who are unwise and distracted and and, uh, disturbed, their company is not good for the seeker. Because uh, wrong uh, thing entering our system, to clean it takes a lot of time. It's like a virus. Once it enters our system, to remove it uh, takes a lot of time and effort. So it is better to avoid bad company. It's better to be alone than in bad company. So, aratir janasamsadi. Then, more values. The next verse, verse number 11. Adhyatmatnyana nityatvam Tatvatnyanartha darshanam Etatnyanamiti proktam Adnyanam yadatonyatha Adhyatmatnyana nityatvam Adhyatmatnyana Adhyatmatnyana Jnana about the self Knowledge regarding the self uh, To be uh, Nityatvam To abide or to constantly revel In the knowledge About the self Which we have to acquire through Study of the scriptures From our teacher uh, that is called Adhyatma. Adhyatma means regarding Atma. See, there are a lot of knowledge in the world. But our great rishis, they divided the knowledge into two main groups. The knowledge about the world and knowledge about the self. The one who is experiencing the world. Knowledge about the world, there is no end to it. One can go on learning and uh, there is no end. Even one aspect of the world one can take and do a lot of research and get uh, degrees also. Any one aspect. Some people they study mosquitoes in detail and they get special PhD on that. Mosquitoes themselves might not know so much about themselves. So about the world, the knowledge is vast. No end to it. No end to information. No end to general knowledge. No end to what is happening in the world. 
therefore we have so many these news channels so many of them sometimes same news they show on all the channels sometimes variety of them sometimes same news in different different shades and all color so there is no end to it but self is one only and to and to understand it understand yourself with the help of the scriptures because just sitting quietly we might not understand ourselves completely we might take ourselves to be the outer structure so with the help of the scriptures when we study our own self and be abide in that knowledge constantly listen to it constantly think about it and meditate on it that is called adhyatma jnana nityatvam that is also a sadhana which a sincere spiritual seeker should constantly practice then tatvat jnanartha darshanam tatvat jnan adhyatma jnan and tatvat jnan same the tatva the essence the ultimate reality the knowledge of that ultimate reality and after gaining that knowledge what is the result of that knowledge the result of that knowledge is moksha the result of self knowledge is freedom from all bondage to constantly think about this moksha to contemplate and understand this moksha is called tatvajnanartha darshanam so we should not only be aware of our path but we should also know about our goal the more and more we become clear about the goal the more we will get we will get inspired to perform our sadhana people are not interested so much in their in performing or in spiritual practice because that goal is not very clear other worldly goals are very clear कहीं पर घूमने जाना है इफ यू वॉन्ट टू गो साइट सींग और टू ईट और टू अचीव समथिंग और सम स्टेटस इन द वर्ल्ड इट बिकम्स वेरी क्लियर टू कॉम्प्रीहेंड बट दिस मोक्ष एंड ऑल इज नॉट वेरी क्लियर वॉट इज दिस मोक्ष आई डोंट नो वॉट इज मोक्ष यू विल बिकम स्थित प्रज्ञा वॉट इज दिस स्थित प्रज्ञा एंड ऑल आई डोंट टू बिकम स्थित प्रज्ञा so if we don't want the goal which is indicated here we will not be interested to follow the path which is taking us there and if we don't follow the path then we will be where we are samsar with all our sorrows pain trouble we want to be in samsar but we want to make it more comfortable and and uh, and uh, nice for us we don't want to be out of it it's like a person is in jail he wants his life in the jail to be more comfortable but doesn't want to come out of that jail that is what majority of people they are like that but rare few bhagwan says out of millions and millions of people rare few follow this path and out of those rare few very very rare few attain the ultimate goal because to even appreciate it takes its own time see is something new something totally out of the world it is not something which is common so to appreciate it 
requires special effort. And when once one appreciates, one gets inspired to do it. Like even in the field of science, they do so much of research and all. Like first time when they went on the moon, even to think of going on the moon itself was a big, uh, big thing, big idea. And then the whole uh, uh, thinking started how we can go there and what type of uh, Vahan vehicle will take us there and all. And finally, uh, we reached there. Human being landed on the moon. Similarly, if we are aware and if we can appreciate the final destination shown by the scriptures, we will be inspired to strive on this path. Otherwise, we will use spirituality only for our worldly gain, to check our diabetes or to check our blood pressure. If I read Bhagavad Gita, my blood pressure curve becomes normal. Bhagavad Gita is not meant for blood pressure, making it normal and all, but for gaining that state of enlightenment. So, Tattvat Jnanartha Darshanam means constantly thinking and visualizing and uh, meditating on the goal indicated by the scriptures, by gaining the knowledge of the Tattva. Tattvat Jnana Artha. The Artha, the result gained through Tattvat Jnana, we should see it, we should contemplate on it. So, Tattvat Jnana Artha. Nyanartha Darshanam Etad These are the 20 values Etad Nyanam Iti Proktam And all these 20 values are called Nyanam They themselves are not knowledge But they help us to gain that knowledge Once one develops all these values All these qualities Then it helps us to gain that knowledge. It's like uh, preparing to sleep. Preparing to sleep is not sleep. But when we prepare the bed and when we lie down and when we are totally free of our worries and all, not constantly thinking here and there, uh, then that is the preparation. That helps us to go to sleep. Similarly, all this is preparation which help us to gain the state of enlightenment. Therefore, they are called knowledge. So, etad jnanam iti proktam and adnyanam yad ataha anyatha and Bhagavan says opposite of this is adnyanam. Absence of this is adnyanam. Absence of all these values is called adnyana, is called ignorance. For example, we have the value amanitvam, humility, but pride is ignorance. Manitvam becomes ignorance and amanitvam is knowledge. Dambha becomes ignorance and adambhitvam is knowledge. Similarly, himsa, violence is ignorance, but non-violence is knowledge. So in this way, the 20 knowledge and 20 ignorance is uh, is mentioned here and these values are there within us they have to be harnessed they have to be invoked they have to be uh, revealed 
we have to bring it out from within it is there in everyone potentially it is there in our mind in our intellect the capacity to attain this is there already we have to just remove all the obstacles through our sadhana and let it come out in full glory so etad jnanam iti proktam adnyanam yadatonyatha our pujya gurudev is to call this as i mentioned that day also 20 point program for the seekers so many people keep asking what sadhana i should do and people have funny idea about sadhana and they will ask worldly things only about sadhana when i should get up what type of dress i should wear what type of bindi i should apply on my head what type of mala i should wear and how i should sit where my eyes should be when i am sitting and all sorts of things whichever way you sit doesn't matter but the ultimate result should be amanitvam if you can develop humility it doesn't matter even if you do sirsasan if sirsasan can help you to develop humility please do it but if it doesn't help then it is useless so through whatever means we have to gain this results of amanitvam adambhitvam so when we have this knowledge our mind intellect becomes ready to appreciate and recognize our own self the equipment becomes ready and when the equipment is ready in the sense it is not creating any hindrance it is not creating any obstacle we come to realize ourselves see when there is lot of uh, distract suppose you have to contemplate and lot of distraction is there lot of some music or some noise is going on you cannot think then suddenly the noise stops everything is so silent that you can think so the noise is not helping you uh, or noise is directly not revealing your understanding but it is helping you to focus your attention on your own thinking similarly when we develop these values it remo- re- removes all obstacles it reduces all noise yeah making the mind pure it reduces the noise of the mind and when all this noise get reduced one comes to recognize oneself because in the deep silence in the deep purity one comes to realize oneself as we are that kshetrajna is recognized in his full glory at present the kshetrajna is identified with the kshetra and because of this identification we can't recognize ourselves as we are we are the kshetrajna but we we have identified with the kshetra so in order to recognize that kshetra it is kshetrajna these values are important so what exactly are the qualities of the kshetrajna because till now bhagwan has explained what is uh, what is uh, kshetra and he explain what is jnanam but with this jnanam what is that which we have to know we have to know the kshetra jnana and what is the nature of the kshetra jnana 
So that Bhagwan now indicates in the following verses, very important verses, Bhagwan indicates the Kshetradnya. Let us chant. Neyam Yatat Pravakshami. Yadnyatvam Mritamashnute. Anadimat Param Brahma. Nasatana Saduchate. Nyeyam Yatat Pravakshami. Yadnyatvam Mritamashnute. Yanadimat Param Brahma. Neyam. Dakshetradnya is indicated here as Neyam. Neyam is that which has to be known. That which has to be realized. That which has to be uh, recognized. Kshetradnya is the witness of uh, our body. Idam shariram kaunteya kshetram itti abhidiyate etad yovetitam prahuhu kshetradneti tadvidaha. So kshetradne is the seer or the knower or the witness of this body. So it is what it is seeing all the time. But the seer is not seeing itself. The seer is not knowing itself. So here we have to shift our attention to the seer. To that witness itself and recognize it as it is. So what is what is its what are its characteristics that is now indicated here? So neyam yatat pravakshami. Bhagwan says, I will tell you here, Arjuna, what is this neyam? Prakarshena vakshami. I will tell you very well. Listen very carefully. And having known, having recognized the kshetradnya. Yourself, huh? having recognized this, what will happen? Yad nyatva amrutamashnute, one attains the state of immortality. One becomes immortal, because one is immortal. Now, because we are identified with the body, and the body constantly changes, we feel we are changing. The body dies, we feel we are dying. The body has disease, we feel we are sick. The body has uh, some shape, we feel we have that shape. So identification with the kshetra is causing all sorrow and pain. But when we come to recognize ourselves as we are, we will gain that state of immortality. Because the kshetradnya is immortal. There is no death for you. You are deathless. That atma Okshetradnya has got no death. It has got no birth. It is not limited by time or space. So one who knows one's own self, Amrutam Ashnute, enjoys or attains that state of immortality. So having uh, promised that he will indicate the Neyam and also Telling, uh, having told what is the gain, result of knowing your own self. Now Bhagwan says, 
he indicates anadimat param brahma what is that kshetradnya it is anadimat anadimat means it has got no beginning it is beginningless it is beginningless means it is causeless it always is there see that which has got a beginning will also have an end and that which has got a beginning was not there before that which has got a beginning did not exist before therefore it had a beginning but uh, this kshetradnya is is brahma only param brahma and it is anadimat beginningless causeless always is and it is also indicated as nasat tan nasaduchyate it cannot be called sat it cannot be indicated or it cannot be uh, understood or comprehended as sat as existing by using the word existing and also by the word non existing now this little little subtle thing like any object of this world we can call it as existing or we can say it doesn't exist but here this terms it exist or it doesn't exist even those terms cannot touch that supreme reality now this to understand this let us uh, let us use some example because with the help of some example it will become very clear all of you are ready for example yes very nice example i like my own examples ha <laughs> um just imagine the sky at night no moon only maybe the stars are there no clouds and the sky the night sky and some few stars are there in the sky and the whole thing is dark like you are in some desert or some place or the lights have gone off and the entire place is dark except the stars which are shining in the sky so it appears that the whole that sky is dark it appears that the sky is dark but really speaking the sky is not dark it is flooded with light now this you may not appreciate the whole sky is flooded with light and how do we know uh, for example when we see the moon see the moon is just a just a rock big huge rock it has got no light of its own if it is in dark place it will not be seen at all it cannot be seen if it is kept in a dark place goes on the in the sky we can see the moon how can we see the moon because the light which is flooding the entire place is also flooding that moon hmm i have brought some experiment also because this is very important if you understand this 
then everything will become very clear. I will tell you then what is light and what is that. Now, for example, I am putting this light in front of me. Can you see? Don't look up. Look at my face. Can you see a red light on near my face? No, but it is there. Now you will see when I put my finger. Uh, here it is. See, you can see the red light. Yeah. So it is there. But when my finger has come, then that light gets revealed. But without the finger, the light is not revealed. That doesn't mean it is not there. This finger is like Kshetra. And the light which is reflected is Kshetradnya. But the real nature of the Kshetradnya is not the light which is reflected, but this which is not seen also. It is quite amazing. And this is experience, our self is experience or the Kshetradnya is experience as I am. Hmm? Each one of us when we experience your, our own existence, not existence of the body, not existence of the mind, not existence of your senses, but that existence which has remained constant right from your birth till now, even when the body has changed, even when the mind has changed, there is a presence or sense of being which is there. Hmm? I am, I am. That is Kshetradnya. It is the witness of our body, mind, intellect. It is the witness of the waking, dream, deep sleep. It is the witness. It doesn't perform any action. Hmm? That I, the Kshetradnya, is not an actor. It doesn't perform any action. But it just illumines. It illumines the senses. It illumines the body. It illumines the mind. And when it illumines all this, they become alive. They appear to be alive. Just as when the light falls on my finger, the, the finger appears to be having a light. Otherwise it doesn't have a light. But when the light falls on it, it appears to have a light. Hmm? So that light on the finger illumines the finger and with the help of that light I can illumine other things around it also. Similarly, that pure consciousness, which is all-pervading, which, uh, which cannot be termed with any name or any form, is like the light which is unseen. Hmm? That pure consciousness is like that unseen light which is present, but which cannot be understood as existing or as non-existing also. But when it is associated with some object, then it expresses as consciousness. Conscious of something. I become conscious of. So that conscious of something is that Kshetradnya hmm, in associated with the form. But here Bhagwan is talking about understanding the Kshetradnya in its real nature. And that is free from all forms, free from all objects. Objectless, pure consciousness. Hmm, no object. And how do we know? So at present we have our awareness of our own self. I am, I am. 
when you focus your attention on that pure I am. That I am is associated at present with the body. It is illumining the body. It is illumining the mind. But if you focus your attention on that and try to see it, try to recognize it or try to be with it and understand it free from all this body, mind, intellect, it is your real self. It is your ultimate that supreme reality, what you are in reality, that Brahma. Understand? It doesn't die. It doesn't get affected with the change in body. Even when the body falls, actually it is just outer cover of that body falls of the, but the inner that mind intellect it continue to be there. So the uh, the reflection of the consciousness is constantly there. But when once one comprehends that pure consciousness, one becomes free from all this bondage. One suddenly comes to realize that I alone am there in all the objects, in all the beings. It's like that flood of light. Even when the moon is moving in the sky... It is not that it is carrying the light. It is just moving. And wherever it moves, the light is there to illuminate. Light is everywhere. Even if you send one satellite, artificial, it will start glowing in the light of the sun. Some of our satellites actually glow at night and it looks like stars. So, in me, in you, that Cons- uh, reality is shining like consciousness, but even where no objects are there, the reality is there. I am there, even where there are no objects, even where there are no beings. I exist everywhere. So that is indicated here as Param Brahma. You think about it. The more you think, the more you contemplate on it. It is like a flash of lightning that understanding will happen. Anadimat Param Brahma. Bhagavan says, I am that Neya or this Kshetradnya is Brahma, Param Brahma. It is, this is just a name given to the Kshetradnya. Brahma means that which is big, that which is large, that which is infinite. Because we Kshetradnya, we feel that it might be only confined to this body, no. It requires, it is just as this light which cannot be seen, it requires an object for it to be seen. But without the object it is not seen. So the reality shines forth as consciousness because through an object, through the body. But when there is no body, it doesn't shine forth as consciousness, but it is there as pure existence. So that cannot be indicated by the worldly words like it exists or it doesn't exist. Because this asti, nasti, these words we use for objects of this world. Something exists and something doesn't exist. So So it cannot be called as sat and cannot be called as asat also. That is that Parabrahma. That is the real nature 
Akshetradnya, devoid of all body, devoid of all uh, all conditioning. Now, when we hear this, we are amazed. And sometimes people might say that, oh, if it cannot be called as Sat and cannot be called as Asat also, then maybe it doesn't exist. Bhagavan says, no, it exists. And how do you know it exists? Very beautifully he says now in the next verse, Sarvata Pani Padantata Sarvatokshishiro Mukham Sarvata Shruti Maloke Sarvata Pani Padam Sarvatokshishiro Mukham Again, when we go back to our example, in the dark night sky, when we look, uh, we don't see the whole space flooded with But when some object is there, See, object, that word object is also very beautiful. It objects to the light which is already there. It just comes as an object. And when that object is there, that light gets reflected. And the reflected light we see. So that supreme cannot be named, cannot be seen, cannot be objectified. It is not objectified. It is the pure subject. To know anything, we have to objectify it. But that pure subject cannot be objectified. So it is unknown, unseen, nameless, formless. But it gets objectified through all the bodies. It gets objectified through the bodies. So that supreme reality alone expresses as so many bodies. And with so many bodies, as so many eyes, so many hands, so many legs, it alone expresses as that. It's like the, like this light cannot be seen, but when I put the finger, it expresses itself like a finger. It is not a finger, but it expresses as a finger. Similarly, that pure consciousness expresses itself as Kshetradnya and as Kshetradnya it appears to have hands and legs and eyes and nose and all the equipment. So Bhagavan says Sarvataha Panipadam Tata So that supreme reality has got as though hands everywhere and legs everywhere. Sarvatokshi shiro mukham akshihi, akshi is our eyes, it has got eyes everywhere and shiraha, head everywhere and mukham, face, mouth everywhere. Means everyone's eyes, everyone's nose, everyone's hands, legs is a proof of the existence of that uh, supreme reality. The eyes, hands, legs are not the supreme. 
but the Supreme alone is expressing as Kshetratnya and as Kshetratnya reveals this, all these eyes, hands, legs and it expresses as them. Hmm. So, Sarvata Pani Padam Tata Sarvatokshi Shiro Mukham Sarvata Shruti Maloke Sarvam Aurutyatishthati It has got Tahashruti, it has got ears everywhere. And, and uh, in this world, and Sarvam Aurutya and pervading all, covering all or pervading all, it exists. That supreme means your own self. See, just imagine yourself uh, before you were born. Or just imagine yourself free from that sense of I am also. See, uh, the grossest we experience ourselves as I am the body. But if you drop that idea of the body, I experience myself as I am. In that I am, drop the idea of I and only am remains. The impersonal pure consciousness. Impersonal pure existence. But that impersonal pure existence alone expresses not only through this body, but through all the bodies. When we look, suddenly we find that we have many eyes, many ears, many nose. And that's what we had seen in the 11th chapter, is the description of that supreme reality alone, but expressing through the entire cosmos. Expressing through everything. It's most amazing. Hmm. It it doesn't have a shape of its own, but whatever sh- shape uh, is there, whatever shape the object has got, the reality expresses through that shape. The light uh, which is flooding the sky has got no shape, no size. But if a ball-like uh, structure, our moon comes, then it it uh, it uh, it reveals like a spherical that ball. But if a, a long, some other object comes, it will reveal as a long object. But that light by itself is neither long nor short, nor spherical. It doesn't have any, any form, any name. And that is our own real nature. We have to have the courage and that fearlessness to drop all forms and recognize that formless, our own self. It is not some third person or we are not talking about some other God or someone. It is our own self. Hmm. Not about any imaginary God or imaginary being or imaginary some uh, future life or something. It is here and now. What Vedanta is talking about is here and now. While alive, we have to recognize it. If somebody promises you that after death you will get a good place in heaven and all, that promise cannot be rectified. Like you cannot come and complain also. Like they were selling a parachute. And they said that our parachute is the best in the world if you jump from the plane and all and it opens up. But in case it doesn't open, we will replace it. 
but you have to come yourself so if religions they promise that after that you will go to swarga or go to this place that place uh, no guarantee huh nobody can guarantee only the scriptures you will have to have faith in them but once a person dies then you don't know because who goes that flood of light is there and that drop of water let us say and the light is shining and that water dries up who goes where many people ask the question oh is there a life after that or what happens where was i before first find out who who are you now who are you now are you born now if you are born now then we can talk about your life and death and afterwards and before and all so that kshetratnya we what we call i the pure i consciousness that we have to recognize and that is indicated here as having hands and legs everywhere so we should not we should not identify only with this understand that all all the beings of this world is expressing that same truth is expressing through all of them hmm. see for example how do you know that you have eyes huh? suppose you don't don't see into the mirror huh? how do you know that you have eyes we know that we have eyes because we can see but you are not seeing your eyes you are seeing a flower how do you know that you have eyes now the very fact that i am seeing a flower there must be eyes which are seeing flowers similarly how do you know that pure reality exists it exists because i am aware of this body i am aware of the changes happening so that awareness is there that aware pure awareness without aware awareness of something that pure awareness is what is indicated here as brahma but how do you know that brahma is there because you are aware na you are not aware of brahma but you are aware of something that means that awareness is there that pure consciousness is there so one has to recognize it in its pure form so sarvata shrutim alloke it has got ears everywhere and it has uh, uh, pervading everything it exists sarvam avrutti tishthati is most fascinating again when we say that oh it has got eyes everywhere legs everywhere doesn't mean that it has really this eyes and legs everywhere it is indicated its presence is understood through the eyes legs or through all these bodies but by itself it is free from eyes free from legs and that is what is said now in the next verse सर्वेन्द्रिय गुणाभासवेन्द्रियवर्जित असक्त निर्गुण गुणभोक्तृच 
सर्वेन्द्रियगुणाभासम सर्वेन्द्रियविवर्जितम सर्व इंद्रिय गुण आभासम दिस सुप्रीम रियालिटी इट इट शाइन्स थ्रू ऑल द सेंसेस इट शाइन्स थ्रू ऑल द सेंसेस थ्रू द आईज थ्रू द इयर्स थ्रू द नोज सी दिस आर ऑल मैटर दे डो नॉट हैव लाइफ ऑफ देयर ओन दे डो नॉट हैव कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ देयर ओन but they appear to have life appear to have consciousness because of the presence of that consciousness just as the moon the moon doesn't have light of its own but because of the presence of that light it appears as though it is having light it shines like anything and what we are seeing is really not the moon but we are seeing the reflection of that light only reflected on that object in our eyes what goes is light not the moon but only that portion which is reflected and we we say that it is the moon so that supreme reality expresses through all our indriyas not only the organs of perception but also through the mind through the senses i have the ability to think to feel to see to taste to touch because of the presence of consciousness if that consciousness presence is not there then this are all dead material they have no life of their own so the reality shines through the senses but the reality itself is free from all the senses sarvendriya vivarjitam its presence is seen through the senses but it itself doesn't have any senses it's like again the light the presence of the light is seen because of the objects but the light itself doesn't have any objects like this light if that object is not there you will not even know that there is a light but when the object comes kahan gaya ah see that light is seen but when there is no object the light is not seen similarly the senses are the objects which objects to the consciousness and then the consciousness get expressed through those senses as the knowing principle as i know i see i hear i taste i touch hmm but it itself has got no eyes no ears no nose sarvendriya vivarjitam and it is asaktam though it is expressing through the senses it is not attached to anything it remains unattached untouched uncontaminated ever like space though everything exists in space space remains uncontaminated asaktam sarvabhrutcheva but at the same time it supports everything it is that which supports the pure awareness pure consciousness supports by giving existence to the phenomenal world also the phenomenal world really doesn't exist 
but that reality gives its temporary existence to it. It's like our dream. In your dream, who exists? You exist. But what about the dream world? The dream world doesn't exist. But I saw it. Yes, you were giving it existence temporarily. Your existence was important. Your existence was giving existence to the dream world. When you woke up, when you stopped giving existence to the dream world, it just disappeared. Similarly, the world which we see is getting existence, it getting its reality appearing because of the presence of consciousness. Consciousness is supporting the world. If one is not conscious of the world, world doesn't exist. If you are not conscious of the world, the world doesn't exist. You cannot say it exists for someone else. You alone are there. That consciousness alone. If consciousness is not there to be conscious of the world, that world doesn't exist. So, asaktam sarvabhrachyeva it is the support of all. Nirgunam, Swayam, it is without any qualities, without any gunas. No sattvagun, rajagun, tamagun in this pure consciousness. But, as the, as the kshetradnya, it also becomes the enjoyer of these gunas. Guna bhoktru. By itself it has got no qualities. But when it is associated with objects, then it enjoys the qualities of the objects. See, the pure reality doesn't have any eyes, but when it is associated with the matter, which is capable of becoming eyes, then it becomes eyes and it enjoys sight. It enjoys color and form. Material dissolves, that identification with that dissolves. In that pure reality, there is there are no eyes, there are no colors, there are no forms. So as Kshetratnya, it enjoys the qualities of the of nature, guna, guna bhoktru, but swayam, nirgunam, by itself, it is free from all qualities. I am saying it, but it is you yourself, each one of you who is sitting here and who is not sitting here also. It is your own real nature. You are not the body. You are that consciousness, but not consciousness associated with the body also, but that pure consciousness, free from all association. And that consciousness alone is shining in all the bodies. When we identify with that consciousness, we will, and still we are aware of the world, we will come to know that I alone am there in everyone. Like Bhagavan Krishna. Bhagavan Krishna says, I alone am there in everyone. Bhagavan Krishna is the realized one who is identified with that supreme reality. He says, I am there in everyone. In the birds, in the animal, in the sun, the moon. 
यदादित्यगतम तेज तत्तेजो विद्धि मामकम ही सेज द लाइट विच इज देयर इन द सन यू अंडरस्टैंड इट इज माय ओन लाइट दिस वर्ल्ड एग्जिस्ट इन मी मया ततम इदम सर्वम एवरीथिंग इज परवेडेड बाय मी एंड एवरीथिंग एग्जिस्ट इन मी एवरीथिंग इज सपोर्टेड बाय मी बट इन माय प्योर नेचर नथिंग एग्जिस्ट दिस वर्ल्ड इज नॉट देयर नचा हम तेषु वस्थितः In me, there there is is no world. But if if world is there, is seen, it is supported by me. So the so the world and the seer of the world is together born in that supreme reality and is dissolved in that supreme reality. So asaktam sarvabhrachaeva. निर्गुणम गुणभोक्तृच दिस आर द ग्रेट वर्सेस ऑफ कंटेम्पलेशन एंड व्हेन वी हैव गेन दोस 20 वैल्यूज वी विल बी एबल टू अप्रिशिएट इट इफ यू आर अप्रिशिएटिंग इट विथ व्हाटएवर डिग्री दैट मच डिग्री यू हैव दोस गुणास दोस ज्ञानम दोस वैल्यूज इफ वी कैन नॉट अप्रिशिएट इट then we should try to develop those values then we will be able to appreciate and it will it will lead us to our own nature further bhagwan says bahirantascha bhutanam acharam charamevacha सूक्ष्मदेयम दूरस्थम चाति के चत बहिंतूता अचरम चरमे चूक्ष्मदेयम दूरस्थम चाति के चत बहिंतूताूताम येरियस बॉडीज और वेरियस बीइंग्स हू आर देर भगवान सेज आई एक्जिस्ट इनसाइड देर बॉडी एंड आउटसाइड देर बॉडी ऑल्सो एंड नॉट ओनली अमोंग इन सेंशियंट बीइंग्स बट अचरम एंड चरम एवच इन द इनसेंशियंट एज वेल एज द सेंशियंट is like again that light in the sky suppose there were two moons then the, both the moons would have shown in the in the sky if there were 10 then all of them will will be shining so suppose just imagine there are two moons in the sky ha huh? not one moon on the sky and one in the ground that is another both the moons are on the in the sky so we see two moons but in between them we see dark sky but that dark sky is also flooded with light so the light is not only on the moon but it is also in between where there are no objects so bhagwan says that i exist as life in beings i exist as existence in all objects but i exist even beyond that i not only exist in this world but i exist beyond this world also 
etavanasya mahima this whole world is my mahima but i exist beyond this world so bahirantascha bhutanam acharam charamevacha so this supreme consciousness your own self the real nature of this kshetradnya is inside as well as outside your body it pervades the whole body but it is also outside the body it is there in all the beings moving objects and it is also there in immovable object acharam charam evacha if it is everywhere why i cannot comprehend it is a sukshmatva it is very subtle it is very subtle it is the subject pure subject pure i we are used to knowing objects all that we know is object we are used to knowing objects when we say i know uh, that i is different and what i know is different so we have the habit of knowing something different other than i this is i itself it is subtle it cannot be known as we know other things knowing it is to be it to identify with it hmm. so knowing the self is being the self so it is very subtle this whole thing is very very sukshma so sukshmatva tad avidneyam it is difficult to comprehend for those who are not ready bhagwan shankaracharya ji says avidusham those who have not acquired these 20 values those who are not ready through their sadhana then it becomes difficult to comprehend it is something very very close to us but still it is so subtle that difficult to comprehend sukshmatva tad avidneyam for the wise it is as clear as daylight durastham for the ignorant it is as though it is far away as though something far away many people when they listen to this they say oh it is all abstract i can't understand it goes above my head just try to say it above so that you can catch it simple kuch bata do simple bata do kya simple bata do jack and jill ki kahani batao there's no alternative it's like a person who is saying that oh i am so busy i don't have time for anything and all that fellow when he gets a heart attack he wants people to rush him to the nearest hospital and all and there he lies down there for 3 4 days are you are so busy why did you come here you are so busy why this similarly if we are interested in this if we understand this we will give it 100% but now we are busy with other worldly things so those who are distracted those who have no purity of the mind 
then this is something far away, very vague. But it's but uh, if one gains that proper qualities, what we are talking about is the antike. It is the nearest. What we are looking for is so near to us that it is I myself. The subject, the seeker is seeking himself. What we are seeking is our own self. We are roaming around here and there. As, as Kabir Daji says, Moko kahan dhunde re bandhe? That where are you looking for me? Main to tere paas me. So what we are looking for is I. I am. That pure I am. That am. Even that I goes away. And that am also dissolves into that pure being, nameless, formless, soundless. In that pure consciousness alone arises that notion I am. And when that notion I am arises, then everything appears in front of us as the world. Somebody asked Nisargadatta Maharaj that when was this world created? He said, just now. When you became aware of it, when are you aware of it now? He says, now only it is created. It's so profound, so wonderful. When was this world created? Just now. When you became aware? Yes. Now it is created. When was your dream created? When you started seeing your dream, that time only it was created. Many people say, oh, how can we say the world was created just now? There are mountains, there are rivers, there were things, there must be existing past so many countless millions of years ago. Even the science says 13 billion years ago and all. See, when you dream, when you dream, there are mountains in your dream. There are rivers in your dream. But when were they created? Just now. When you started seeing them, at that moment it was created. When you stop seeing, it disappears. It's very sublime. So this consciousness is so wonderful. Pure consciousness is our, that pure self. But it, as that I am, it has got the power to project this world or the world appears in front of it. But our interest now is not in the world, but to recognize that pure self. So, sukshmatvat, it is so subtle, that tad avidneyam, it cannot be comprehended by the gross mind or by the mind which is not ready. Durastham, it appears very far, but antikecha, but it is at the same time very close also, very near. Further, he says, Avibhaktancha bhuteshu Vibhaktami vachasthitam Bhuta bhartrachatad neyam Avibhaktancha bhuteshu Vibhaktami vachasthitam 
भूतभर्तृचतेयम ग्रसिष्णु प्रभ विष्णु अविभक्त भूतेषु विभक्त स्थित इट इज अविभक्त इट इज अनडिवाइडेड दिस प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस दिस प्योर बीइंग द क्षेत्रज्ञ इन इज प्योर क्वालिटी प्योर नेचर अनएसोसिएटेड विथ एनी ऑब्जेक्ट इज अनडिवाइडेड अविभक्तम इज अनडिवाइडेड वन होमोजीनियस प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस existence and bliss but vibhaktam ivacha sthitam but appears to be divided in in beings it appears to be divided in beings like again to give the example of light light when we see or we don't see in the sky it is undivided but if there are 10 moons it appears to be divided into 10 moons because the consciousness is is recognized only when there is a body one becomes the seer only with respect to the body so when the body i identify with the body i see the body then i also see other bodies so i feel that i am conscious and i am consciousness and i am conscious of this body you are also conscious of your body she is also conscious of her body so there are many consciousness and in between there are no consciousness so many divided consciousnesses are there that is not the right understanding bhagwan says i am undivided that consciousness is undivided it appears divided because you are seeing the outer form because you are seeing the the individual bodies so avibhaktam undivided bhuteshu vibhaktam eva chastitam but in all beings it appears to be divided it is seen to be divided but it is not divided it's like space space is one but if we make lot of rooms it appears divided into all those rooms but even in the ball space is there space cannot be divided because it is very subtle but it appears to be divided similarly the supreme reality is one appears to be divided when we look at it from the standpoint of the object that is the body so if i look from the standpoint of my body i feel that reality divided but when i identify when i look from the standpoint of the reality it is one then there is no identification with one particular body this body and that body and every body is same that same reality is there then there is no division of any kind division by name and all that is of the body only mr so and so and all those things are names of the body but consciousness is one so avibhaktam cha bhuteshu vibhaktam eva cha stitam as though divided it appears as though divided bhuta bhartru again it is the nourisher of all the beings 
it it sustains and nourishes all the beings. Then beings exist because of the presence of this existence. It's like in our dream. The dream is nourished by the dreamer. If the dreamer wakes up, the whole dream will die. The dream is alive because of the presence of the dreamer. If the dreamer wakes up, dream cannot exist. Suppose in your dream, you see one thin little fellow and you ask him, what are you doing? He says, oh, I am now eating badam pistas to become little fat so that I gain strength and all. So you do whatever you want. But when I wake up, he along with his badam pista disappears. We have the feeling that I am the body. We keep nourishing it, this, that and all, but I am that pure consciousness. Body is anyway functioning according to the laws and rules of nature. Mind is functioning according to the rules of nature. Intellect also functions according to rule. As long as it wants to, it has to live, it will live. When the time comes, it will die. Again, another body will form. Again it dies. It's like bubbles appearing in the sky. The body also is just appearance in the, in the vast, this cosmos. But I am that pure consciousness. I am not the body. Bhuta Bhartru, I am the supporter of all these bodies. So Bhuta Bhartru Chatad Neyam, and also I am the knower of all these bodies. I am the one who is witnessing all the bodies. Grasishnu, I swallow everything. When everything merges, that pralaya and all is nothing but everything is, is merged into that pure consciousness only. Everything is swallowed in that pure consciousness. Nameless, formless I exist without the world, without any beings. Just that pure consciousness alone is. And suddenly, out of no rhyme and reason, by its own own uh, play, Suddenly that I consciousness arises and also the world is experienced. So Grashishnu, I swallow everything and Prabhavishnucha and project everything. That supreme reality swallows everything in pralay and projects everything when the world is seen then manifested. Like our dream, when we wake up, the dream gets swallowed. When we again go to sleep, the dream is projected. Therefore it says, like Lord Shiva, when he opens his eyes, the world gets dissolved. When he closes his eyes, the world comes into existence. Hmm. So, Bhuta Bhartra Chatadneyam Grasishnu Prabhavishnu Cha That is my real nature. So, these are the indicators of the, of that Kshetradnya. One more is there. We'll chant it. We will see the meaning tomorrow. Jyoti Shamapitak Jyoti Jyoti Shamapitak Jyoti 
ತಮಸ ಪರಮುಚ್ಯತೆ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಜ್ಞೇಯ ಜ್ಞಾನಗಮ್ಯ ಹೃದಿ ಜ್ಯೋತಿಷಾಮಿ ತ್ಯೋತಿ ಪರಮುಚ್ಯತೆ ಕ್ಲೋಸ್ ಯೋ ಐಸ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಕ್ವೈಟ್ಲಿ and just uh, focus your attention on your own being i exist i am you exist so just experience that your own existence that being which you had experience when you were a little child and as you grieve that which remains constant that you experience now 